Thank you, Father Nicholas. It's a great joy to be with you again. Surya Janet and I love to come here because when we come here, we feel like we're at home. We have a long history with many of you. There are those of you that I see this morning that I first knew as single people. And then you got married, and then you started having children, and now your children are having children. The problem is, I see all of this, you know, with many year gaps. <laughs> and uh, it's really hard to comprehend sometimes that someone that I remember being this tall is now way up here and raising their own children. But chronological time never stops, does it? We live in a dark world, a world which is full of suffering, sickness, hopelessness, all of which are derived from our alienation from God. This alienation, as we know, introduced the illness of the soul, the illness, the terrible plague of sin, and caused our fallen nature to become what it is. You and I arise out of our beds each and every day, and we have to face this reality. All of us do. The good news of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ is that we have been reconciled to God through his sacrifice. And we who have been alienated toward God have the incredible privilege of participating in what St. Paul described in 2 Corinthians 6, 18, and 19 as the ministry of reconciliation. That God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them, and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. So this apostolic ministry that we have been privileged to partake of and to participate in makes each of us ambassadors for Christ. The validation and the authentication of this ministry in us is measured fundamentally by how we live, and to be more specific, the degree to which Christ lives in us. If we have Christ in us, the darkness of sin in our own lives succumbs to the radiance of our resurrected Lord. This love of God in us is always directed toward our fellow man in the good works which God prepared before the foundation of the world that we should walk in them. These good works mitigate against the self-absorption of our darkened, fallen state. We celebrate today the fathers of the Fourth Ecumenical Council. The individual sanctity of each of these fathers is not the focus of our, of our commemoration today, but rather the collective witness that was affirmed by these fathers that Christ, in assuming our human nature, became as we are in all respects apart from sin. And he did so at his own initiative so that we could be saved from this terrible plague of the illness of sin and restored to communion with God, reconciled to God. He left nothing undone in his pursuit of those made in his own image who had rebelled against him. 
One father said that every step we take toward him, he takes ten toward us. So great is his love for us. He replaced the darkness of sin, despair, and hopelessness in us with the light of his unending presence. But this grace he brought to us to be passed on to others whose souls were still encumbered by darkness. So we therefore are truly ambassadors of Christ. We carry this light in us out into the world, that dark place out there. It's bright in here. It's dark out there. And we carry this light with us, this living hope that springs up within us that tells us that all of this hopelessness is a lie from Satan. So today, dearly beloved, my dear friends, I put before you the following questions. And I put this first and foremost to myself. Is the light of Christ in us? Do we have sins in darkness that would hide this light? If so, by the grace of God, let us face these things, turn away from them, and ask God for mercy and forgiveness. He will always be there. He will always give that if we seek it. Secondly, are we willing truly to be his ambassadors and to share his love with others in ways that are tangible, timely, and without preference for persons or convenience? Are we available to him? We're all so busy. The world seems to get busier and busier every year. Are we available to God to accomplish the work that he would have us do? Never underestimate the impact that you, as a human being, who has been reconciled to the living God, can have in this world. We're not lone rangers. We don't operate by ourselves. Obviously, we're part of the body of Christ. But sometimes we emphasize that so much, we tend to think, I, you know, who am I? What can I have to offer? You have everything to offer if God is in you. But first and foremost, we must be available. We must carve out the time and the energy and let that be an offering to God. Thirdly, do we love God and his kingdom more than anything else? Father John Braun said many years ago, I've never forgotten this, be careful where you cast your affections. Be careful where you cast your affections. Be careful what you love and how much you love it. If you love something more than God, then that is indeed a problem. When you approach this chalice today, you are presenting yourself to God as a living sacrifice. You will receive his body and blood into your own. May we all be sure 
that we are receiving these holy gifts with hearts that are predisposed to be illumined with the light of Christ and to bear witness to the watching world, the watching, suffering world, that hopelessness and despair are indeed lies from our enemy, Satan. May we today open our hearts to him who loves us, became one of us, suffered and died for us, was raised from the dead, and ascended to the right hand of the Father. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God.